Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and guests unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Get ready to find your free will from your roots in the stars. Hello, this is Sue Rose Minahan, Talk Cosmos, and today is September 7th, and the program repeats on a Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific time, and that would be the 12th of September. We are still in the Virgo archetype, and Virgo actually is the sixth sign of the zodiac and is looking from the ascendant, starting with Aries. A concept or really a focus that one can think of Virgo is it's a little unseen, meaning that we are dealing with issues within ourselves that maybe aren't so immediately visible and that during that introspected period of time where we're kind of peering around the corner of our own self, we notice things that we want to improve or change and develop because personal development is the namesake of Virgo. It's our claim to fame. It's where we transform and not... Well, transformation has other elements, but develop. We, we do. We, we grow. It's our personal growth. Just visually, it is that 150 degrees from the opposite view, you know, from the very beginning of Aries into the Virgo archetype. Today's conversation, the subject for today is Kabbalah's letter Yud, or Yod, it's Y-O-D, and it is also the, um, the Divine Mother within. And Kabbalah is a very ancient study from thousands of years ago. It's a mystic uh, esoteric understanding, and astrology is also. so. And the purpose of talk cosmos, actually, in many ways, is to look at these different facets of the archetypes, the astrology archetypes, as Carl Jung uh, helped de- devise, and that's a little bit of history here. Uh, but it really, what is the intentional purpose? And so relating some uh, one ancient archetype that really had, well, I wouldn't call it archetype, but but study our, our whole theme of life, putting purpose to life helps how we might further understand astrology in in the, the developmental uh, direction of each of its signs, and we are as again concentrating with Virgo. So tonight we're speaking with. Dana Lee Bernbach. Dana and I have been doing several of these programs. We did Aries and Taurus and Gemini. And now we're doing Virgo and we will do a Scorpion one. And Dana is a certified evolutionary astrologer and it's through Maurice Fernandez, his complete course of evolutionary astrology. Dana teaches sessions And she is devoted to understanding this entire relationship. There are 22 Hebrew letters, building blocks of creation, 
and understanding the relationship of the letters with the zodiac and how they influence our life and our soul's journey, which is actually the aspect that both of us pursue is what is our soul and its growth? That's evolutionary astrology. Dan is a pediatric nurse practitioner back in the New York area. So I am greatly pleased to say once again, hello, Dana, as we pursue. Hello. Hello, Sue. Hello, everybody. Great to be here with you, as always. Yes. You know, I think a, a lot of our studies, it's so amazing because each study has a way of describing this relationship or essence and psychic energy and Holy Spirit combined with mother energy and then the totality of yod, yud, which is the smallest particle. I know I'm jumping all around and you'll help decipher all this. The smallest particle, the smallest letter of the, mm-hmm. of all the Hebrew letters, which is essential in everything, is mm-hmm. like a, a, a huge capacity to even begin to unravel. But it's so essential. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, fit, quite fitting that Yod has the uh, a correlation with uh, the largest constellation in the zodiac when you look at Virgo, the high priestess. But it's such it's quite a journey as always preparing and um, processing and, and studying with you. So it's such a journey, every letter, every sign. And this one is just so um, paradoxical in some ways because when we look at Yod, as you said, actually the tiniest little like almost a dot in the hebrew alphabet the tiniest letter of the 22 letters the building blocks of creation according to the kabbalistic tradition it actually parallels with the first letter of the tetragrammaton yud hey vav hey yud is the first letter the name of god yes the name of god which is in those four letters connect with the four parallel dimensions. Atsilut, the divine world, then there's Bria, the archetypal, then there's Yitzirah, which is um, the astral, and then Asiya, which is the physical plane, the yud heh vav and the first Yud is considered, because when we talk about these everything in polarity, because that's how we know things in this world, the Yud is the first emanating masculine principle. The Yud is, in some ways, in many ways, considered the seed, the sperm, that gives life to all the other worlds. And yet, by the time we get downloaded to us in this final hay of the fourth letter, we're in Virgo, the feminine, divine mother, Holy Spirit principle. So quite a funny paradox there. Uh, Immediately, this is a perfect introduction because, again, it shows the continuity of masculine, feminine in the totality. And it seems every single letter in various ways illustrates this whole concept of this creation force that unites both, not and as you say, if we didn't have the duality or polarity of life, we couldn't compare and understand it. But yet it is that really unified form 
that creates. And it also, from what reading, because um, a little, at certain times it's hard to understand exactly the differentiation mm-hmm. of reading, but it's yeah. the beginning and the last, so that the, mm-hmm. with the last, if yud is used at the end, I think of a word, yes, it because uh, then it means me. It's possessive for me. Yes. So I'm. I love that that you're that as you've said that it it has this, and each of the letters of the tetragrammon, which for other people is like four tetra four, and gram, gammon is. Hmm, I think has something to do name. with name. Okay, thank name, you. Yes. So it does yes. embody both male and masculine, we should say, and feminine. Yes. And I think it's so, um, talk about this, um, everything coming around into the circle, these seeming dualities that again, finally reach a one. I This duality this contradiction that really is a paradox that really in the end rises all above it. Because of course, I think what it shows us, you know, this mask, the seed coming down, creating through the worlds down into ours, it really, and then how it becomes this feminine principle of our, our earth. But in the end, as in the beginning, it's all one. It's neither. It's not just masculine or just feminine. That's just how we see it. And so important every time I read further. I know you would send certain information and I would. And then I grabbed a book too. Because as you say, it brings it down to the feminine of mother nature, mother. I mean, you didn't say mother nature, but sometimes I I quickly go to that because in Virgo... Mm -hmm. It is Ceres, which is the Greek way of Hera or the, the, the goddess of sustenance and food. Yeah. In the mythology, she restrains yeah, restrains that nurturing. But where it is in our chart is how we nurture ourselves for sustenance. And so uh, I'm thinking how amazing to, to involve... In this in this creation, the the force of of the feminine. It, oh, I know. And it was a matter of remembering the unity because there's a book yeah. called. Oh, what is that book? I think it has to do about the mother. It's a. I meant to write it down, or else I've is got that the it. one that we were pat, that we were reading about and listening. No, it's not. It's it's one okay. I actually got in the free library, and it's a very famous book. I don't know why somebody okay. gave it up, but it's um, I'm not sure. It's so it is about the mother, the um, the goddess mother, and it's a sort of an archetypal yes. book. But but the whole idea that we need to remember love, we need to remember the mind and and the heart. You know. Yes. It absolutely. And it really shows that also, even when you speak, when we, we speak about the first, the Yud, this um, seed principle of creation, it's an emanating principle. So already, already, it's a, there's been a receptive secondary quality that really bespeaks to what we can even speak about at the highest level at Atsilut is actually the mother. 
It needs a receptacle. Yes, the receptacle. It's already been. It's already been downloaded to a, in a certain level. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's how high up on the tree that we're going. And it is all 10. I mean, looking at the Kabbalah uh, matrix or the, 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 the tree of life. Yeah, the tree of life. Yeah. It is all 10 of the, you know, and for those people that are not akin or, or really knowing about this, th- yeah. there's there's uh, three above of the, well, the, the top is all Keter, and then there is uh, what refers to as Yud, and then there is um, Binah. So, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. Binah is the understanding. And what is the other? It starts with a C, show. Chokhmah is... Um, Chokhmah, okay. Yeah, Chokhmah is the wisdom. Wisdom, Chokhmah yes. Wisdom, and so yes. wisdom is, in order to have understanding, understanding need... In other words, Yod, Yud, is represented by the hand holding wisdom. Yeah. So it is, again, this whole dialogue, in a sense, relating on a very large basis, but then that's what esoteric is, is trying to do... Describe the hidden uh, spirituality or life of everything in these various ways of describing it. But again, in a sense, it's like, like as you were just saying, the seed coming in with the the womb of 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 nature of of forming creation in many ways. But here it is with the hand holding the wisdom. Yes. yes. And if I may, at this point, because we're speaking so much about this, um, the meaning of the hand and how how people are possibly thinking, do we get to Virgo from all this? Yes, please well, do. We have, we have the hand in Hebrew, Yud, is actually spelled, it begins with a Yud, followed by a Vav, followed by a Dalet, Yod, and it actually depicts this downward you can think of it as downward because that's in the two-dimensional when we look at the tree of life the yud up in either keter and chokhmah that are so close together it's really hard to even differentiate them but at the top of the tree of life that's the yud coming down into vav which we talked about earlier vav and yesod the moon which is the astral plane and then dalet is the door Dalit into Malchut, our world? That's the that's the hand that brings us down here, and it's also through Dalit, the door, our world, Malchut, that we go back up Physical. into the higher divine realms. It's through that open Pathways. door that we come in, and we go out. Yes, that's the hand. I love this. It is. Very descriptive, and it did take some really consideration. I know this is abstract for people because they can't see it, but the way it's drawn, there is a shape of it. I mean, it is a dot, but within that dot, there's this shape that Dan is expressing. And and, and in those terms with the tree of life, there's the, I don't know if you could say if it is the totality of creation, that the top part that you were speaking of is more of the spiritually connected where wisdom and understanding are, are beneath the totality of everything. And mm-hmm. then there's these six that are, when you spoke of Vav, I think that was Gemini. It's a connector. It's and. So, yeah, the Vav, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Gemini and it, Zion. it embodies yeah. that yeah. whole 
is sense. So, I mean, and the importance of this is that by dis- the beauty of it too mm-hmm. is that by delineating, by sort of separate, by by defining some of these things, it gives us a kind of comprehensive way to see how the connection, but our, our, our understanding, like if you take the whole totality, there's a wisdom, but then to get to the wisdom, you go through understanding, but to get to the, but to hold understanding, you have to be held in the hand of wisdom. And this pathway that goes from spirit through the physical down, like you were saying, Malchut, which is us in the more dense form that's visible, and then back mm-hmm. up again. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if it is through, um, and I was, try- it is amazing. Here I'm trying to decipher for the greater audience that I'm thinking sometimes I may have confused it, but hopefully that added up. Because again, it is that feminine principle of love through what is referred to in some studies as Holy Spirit. And I think this whole connection that it is important to understand that love, light, spirit are all connected. Yes. Yes. And that is, yes, in the Hebrew, the Holy Spirit, which um, is, is called the Shekhinah, that is the divine presence. It's a, the divine presence of God that we know of, that we experience, that we experience on such a personal level that not only is the Holy Spirit, uh, in the Hebrew tradition, it's in feminine, the Shekhinah is the divine feminine, is um, the soul of, of Malchut. It's a download of Bina, of the divine mother above the divine womb, down here on earth, but it's also the spark of us the divine mother within we have the holy spirit the shekhinah that dwells within us and that is our higher mind that is heart and mind together the higher mind yep the heart and the mind together is really the higher mind and that really is when you when you when you connect with the shekhinah or if people um, understand the term the holy spirit that's very akin to the divine self the, the essential self or the higher self, when you really commune at that level, then you've really connected with your higher ray. Yes. To understand, like through the Virgo, when thinking of through the Virgo uh, need or, or purpose of developing, of developing our growth, of looking at ourself within with love as, you know, besides just the mental uh, self-criticism or or whatever as getting beyond the limitations. Yes, I think that's so interesting that you said that because it really is, there's something very um, closely related with the left mind versus the right mind and with the Holy Spirit it's first tapping into the right mind and then unifying and going above. So it's sort of, I, I see it, the left brain is very mercurial and problem solving. It's also very related to the ego. And then when you slide on over to the right mind, and this is why I think that Mercury is seen as the ruler of both Gemini and Virgo, 
And yet it was with Virgo through the yod, through the hand that we can elevate, we can rise to the higher mind. And that's how. I like it, particularly because Mercury does, Gemini, I mean, it rules the hands, right? There yes. is that essential part too. And I was reading, there's various things online. Um, this is really quite a wonderful uh uh, reference for anybody that was interested, but it's, it's www.kabbalah.v, uh, like Victor, but his name is different with a, his last name is K-O-R-E-I-S dot com, uh-huh. 23 letters, and it's Yod. Uh-huh. So it, he, he was bringing up that um, as a baby, our hands are clenched as though we're holding on to uh, our life. And then, as we when we perish or pass, uh, although I've not observed this with people, our hand is open as though we're letting go. Oh, that's interesting. Yes, yes. And bringing it back to our us to our astrology friends, all of us here. How fascinating that the yod configuration in the chart is based in part on the quincunx, which is such a, it's considered a Virgoan aspect because of that impetus towards perfection. Absolutely. I have one in my chart. I'm fascinated by them. It's very, I feel so important. And I read a great deal of that also in preparation. And it fascinated me before we go into that, it fascinated yeah. me. I want to go back to what you'd brought up about the whole um, visual drawing of the letters. Because in the Kabbalah mm-hmm. system, how each letter is drawn, which you indicate, having studied, you know, you, you're, I am thankful for that, but it's very important. There's, there's meaningfulness. There's meaningfulness with every single thing. And which I also want to jump and say the fact that it's the smallest letter and in everything on in included in every word is every letter. Yeah. Every, it builds every letter. The, oh fact. yes. It means that nothing is insignificant. Everything has significance. And that it being included with everything gives that that uh, emph- emphasis or clarification that the spirit is included in every single thing. And that's yes. what, yes, it says too. So it's amazing. And we experience that with Virgo, even in, even in the mundane, that um, which we could argue the mundane is not really mundane, but the focus on details that's so inherent in, in Virgo because of this feeling that everything is so, every little particle has meaning and is so important and has purpose, you know, and then and we, we, Sue and I, you and I talked about this in preparation that sometimes in the interest of time in our dimension, we have to prioritize and let go. And yet the Virgo impulse is to no, 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 everything's important. <laughs> I have to do that. I have to dot this. I have to do that. <laughs> I have to write this down. I have to give credence to this. Maybe you know? I'll <laughs> Exactly. Oh, thank you. That does yes. really tie it in together. And that's the whole reason we're doing this is like, well, how does one replicate and how does it go? Well, this quincunx is most amazing. I, and I know we have, 
we're going to take a little break. I'm just trying to figure out if we have five minutes or not. But anyway, I'll lead on to the quincunx because it's quite a thought. You know, the quincunx, it says, is five measurements. I think Rick Levine often gives it that. I mean, if you break down the word, it's Q-U-I-N and then cunx, quincunx. And so, yeah. it, 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 but it is from the ascendant. Everything is on you know, that that blueprint from Aries, like what's the 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 pattern, and so it's a hundred and you know it's three hundred sixty degrees around, but it's a hundred and fifty degrees to get to Virgo or on the other side of Scorpio, so that it's not easy to see those sides, and so at any rate, getting to the quincunx. Um, you know, in the chart, it's like also a long triangle. And I'm wondering how mm. trying to relate some of that with how the actual yud, or yud, you know, it's called yod in the chart and yud mm-hmm. in, in Hebrew. In, uh, but in some ways, there's real distinctions of how that relates. And I think, let's see if I can just find the right note where I wrote that down. Because the description was just beautiful. And it was that, well, one goes down, goes Mm -hmm. across, just like from the first to the sixth. And then it goes, then there's a hook, meaning it goes like vav, you know, it goes over. And then there's a dalet, which is the door. Which, because if you go from with the yod in in astrology, yeah, that that configuration where you have an apex of one thing and then it's got this sextile, this connector between yes, it, it is legs. as though you're going across to one, and then they're connecting with an and, which is like connection and sextile mm-hmm. sixty degrees, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. that doorway of coming back because the energy is actually. As a blueprint from Aries, the what begins from that separation, that start, over to the the Virgo of of the development. Okay, we're developing, we're critiquing, we're figuring out all these little details, like we mentioned, and then we're connecting up to the eighth, which is saying, okay, are we going to give this life or not? It's going to either manifest and get together and form a new life, which is a way regenerative. It may not be exactly as we started, but in order to keep going around and be useful in the chart, it needs... And I'm realizing we have this configuration with every sign. So to manifest our whole chart, we almost need to look at that. It's called the finger of God. We'll Mm -hmm. take a brief... A little break here. This is Talk Cosmos with Sue and Dana Lee Bernbach speaking about Virgo and Kabbalah, sixth letter Yud or Yod, which is the mother divinity within. take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. 
We are currently in the yin period of Virgo. By leaving a cycle based on the creative manifested legacy of our highest creative form, the energy of Virgo completes the last sign below the horizon of the self and requires discernment to perfect oneself through the mental process of critical analysis. As a mutable earth sign duly ruled by Mercury, Virgo refines, heals, or fixes through daily routines, developing skills and services to control nature's chaos and maximize efficiency. Welcome. This is Leslie Francis, professional astrologer and author of the 2019 and 2020 Llewellyn Sun Sign books. And you're listening to Talk Cosmos on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, hosted by Sue Rose Minahan every Saturday from 6 to 7 p.m. Alternative Talk, 1150 on AM, 98.9 HD3 on HD, 1150kknw.com on the web. Hi, Dana. We're back again. Yes, and this is September 7th, and it's being repeated on the 12th. And we're speaking, we were just speaking of Yod, Yud, of the sixth letter of Kabbalah and its relationship to Virgo. And I was just going through quite a hierarchy of, of that whole dimension of the um, Yod mm-hmm. in our charts. Yes. And the other fascinating thing, if I may interject, is when you talk about the three points, of course, the Gnostics would immediately start speaking about the Trinity. And, you know, there's the God, the divine creator, however you want to call God. Yes. And then there's the, um, the son, the, chi- the divine child who is v- collectively us, all of us. And then there's the Holy Spirit. So it really is such a um, correlation correlation with this 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 uh, divine principle of the hand, the yod, the, the uh, this archetypal essence uh, essence in that that is found in the chart, which we you know we can speak about for days in and of itself, the yod and how it's activated by transits in one's life and changes, you know, as you're sort and, of um, but, on the path. And and connecting that a little bit, if um, I'm glad you said that because really this Virgo capacity of taking that seed, that spark, you know, like in the, whether it's from like you were saying, the Gnostic of the divine creator, but it's that unity of, of remembering our, that we're, it's spirit, it's not just a mental, and it's that love. You know, a child is created from love. And then I'm thinking, too, in the apex of the Yod, it is uh, appropriating those details to see which ones work and which ones won't before we mm-hmm. present it to the next spiritual yes. connection. Yes, and it really, um, I want one thing I want to, if I may interject at this point. Oh, please because, do. Because <laughs> the, the Yud also, uh, in the Kabbalistic tradition, is uh, considered a letter that adds or releases some form of compassion uh, into into the array. So, you know, the notion is if you add a yud 
into your name, let's say. It brings more compassion. It softens things. It's merciful. It brings mercy. And it is so fascinating how this corresponds with the Virgo-Pisces axis, these two sides of the same coin, royal, really, with, with um, Virgo, we talk about, you know, on a, um, again, mundane level, we speak about dosage. I know we speak a lot about that in Maurice's course when we talk about Virgo dosage. And you and I just mentioned that in terms of being able to discern what's absolutely necessary in the interest of time. And then Pisces is that release the great release, just dissolving it all. Submission or surrendering and forgiveness. Yes, compassion. Yes. So they really are, they both are two sides of the same coin of the compassion, forgiveness. That's, that's how we connect with the Holy Spirit is through those principles. It really is, it's a rising above literally the left brain to, by, through forgiveness and mercy and compassion. And it stems from humility. Humility is often, I'm just seeing here in my notes, uh, uh-huh. brought up with Yud because of the thought of the smallness that in comparison to the totality of everything, but it relates too to everything you've just said, that humility to remember that uh, yes. process yes. seems to be so important. And I guess, too, maybe that is just thinking of Virgo as a oh, more traditional way of looking at it, is it is self-critiquing, it wants perfection. So therefore, I mean, after coming from Leo that has the height of manifestation and creativity, which needs to be expressed, but then in its natural progression to finishing the development of the self, which is the sixth Ah, house, you know, below the horizon of the whole chart, you know, and then entering the other, which is in the seventh house, one wants to be as full as possible. And and that's where you look at those maybe parts that one hadn't recognized or maybe were criticized by the person when or however it it comes into your consciousness that you want to prepare yourself for. But... Let's see. But it is it is the beginning of the path of the disciple. Absolutely. When we when we meet the sixth house, that's where we really start galvanizing the path that we're really perfecting, whether it's through a, a, an art form, a profession, the workhouse, all of that. But it really is taking it, looking upward, taking it to the to that uh, Ooh, higher self level. That's perfect, because going back to the way it's drawn, one points, the first part points to God, the second part points to earth, and the third one connects them. I I read that too. Ah, yes. So again, it's that whole unity, you know, because again and again, all of these aspects seem to point to spirit in different way, whether it's a connecting, but in this one, it's everything. It's the whole ball of wax. And you know, it's so, so incredibly supportive of this whole aspect of the conversation that we've arrived at is that the name in Hebrew for the sign Virgo is Bitulah, Habitulah, which is the virgin. And Bitulah, the root of it comes from Vatel or Levatel, which actually means 
cancel out. And what it really alludes to is that humility, not the false humility, but the real humility of Virgo is the canceling out of the lower, the lower self in order to walk the path of the disciple or the initiate. Ooh, through love. Really, through... really, the ego. It's canceling out of the ego. Or the ego that is for the self-purpose only, remembering, yeah. rather that why is the purpose but of service, which is also yeah. so much. Because really, when you think good. about nurturing and food that goes into series and, and, and all of it, it's to provide sustenance for others, you know. So there is this. And also, we would be, if one looks at, Life in general, it needs each other in some capacity. There's limitations just in any one form once you break up things into duality. So without some rapport or some support, things fade. You know, it would it doesn't last. I mean, a plant needs some kind of water. It needs some soil. It needs some air. It needs the sun. You know, if nothing else, there's that relationship. There's always something. So uh, I think... When it speaks of lower self, it means the the un, more unkind emotional uh, or survival needs that say only for me, for no one mm-hmm. else. Whereas instead, like looking yeah. at energy itself, life itself, it gives to all. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so humility is important. It seems to be a is a per a theme. The smallness, you know, of detail is a theme. The feminine, uh, which is interesting because, again, with Yud, it is initially a masculine sign. I mean, it has, like, there's always everything on left side, right side. But yet everything about it embodies that bringing in that factor of love. So it really goes back to... Must go back to this whole idea that the totality needs both, <laughs> and it's your you, yes. undivided. Yes, yes. I mean, we see it as the masculine. We see it as the masculine, but um, everything that's spoken of in the created world is already it's already uh, been born through the feminine. Oh which is such a Gnostic concept, but really that um, this is where we get into the divine Sophia, Sophia, which is the wisdom. So that even they would say that even that first, well, there's the Keter, but Keter Elyon is something that is so beyond masculine and feminine. And that in and of itself is the great cosmic egg. So that in and of itself is, is a, a receiver of, of the Ein Sof, this force that, um, I mean, to even discuss it, it's really, I don't, we can't even well, really Well, going it. to the Yod, the quincunx that you, we both uh-huh. brought up, you know, 150 degrees and in, in uh, looking at this, it's something I just... Um, looked online, the finger of God. And it's interesting. It is called the finger of God. And what it suggests is that 
that um, it is that need to integrate, and it's a need. I just had seen it. Oh, as, like a spiritual message whispering, conflicting energies that can work out harmoniously. Because again and again, that's the conundrum of of the quick analysis of a yod in the chart is that there's a couple of on the looking across the which could be looked at as the vav to the dalet which is the connector to the doorway yeah those two work but how are they going to get back to the self over there on the other side of the chart that's sort of in this hidden area uh-huh. which also could relate to the fact of introspecting to become this perfection of service, you know, to give to our higher purpose, to be unified in the realm of the totality of our God-like being of the inside. And and that is t- to recognize that they are separate, but yet recognize each and find out by recognizing them, it gives some understanding or Maybe it's through compassion, I guess, of oneself, because these are energies uh-huh. that would, would be within ourself that we yeah. need to coordinate. And what they said, just what you were saying, however it got inspired to say that, yes, it's like a spiritual message that there's yes. conflicting things, but yet there is a way by noticing and working with these forces that um, greater things get developed. And I think that also, yes, it's, it's, it's for us, it's great for learning. If it really, really strengthens our understanding or brings us to a different level, but in the end, it doesn't matter. It's really a tool for us to understand these polarities in the end. True. You know? But what, we'll expand on that. Well, because even when we talk about even Virgo and Pisces, these sort of, when you think about it, two sides of the same coin, even though it's, they seem so disparate, when you really get down to it, and I think by looking at our work, looking at the letter really helps understand it more, but it really is opposite sides of the same coin. So for instance, um, when we talk about the Yud, which is sort of the ma- considered the masculine of, and the first letter of the Tetragrammatron, but then when you really start thinking about it, we say, well, in our minds, and if you really understand a little bit of the tree of life, you start thinking, well, even that is a manifestation of something else. It just brings you closer to understanding. It doesn't really matter. Yes, yes. Is it masculine, okay. is it feminine? Are they both? Does it really matter? No, the it's just that you know, they are. Just for, except for our understanding as a tool for our understanding, getting closer well, that kind of jumps up to, the to yeah jumps back up to the tree of life because i'm thinking yeah. okay you've got keter which is the top of all it's everything and then it goes down to wisdom which is coming from keter once you divide it and then you have understanding well as you say that understanding kind of gets divided up but it's nothing unless it's held by the whole totality of it that feeds back to the wisdom so in a sense it doesn't matter whether it's this path or that path as long as it gets you to some wisdom and I just yeah. now noticed here you had sent an interesting link about the Holy Spirit and psychic energy. I thought, well, this was very interesting. I hadn't quite put together. 
for yes. myself Holy Spirit with Virgo. But now I do. I see it is like a whole, um, the just one way of describing. But it is a spirit, and it is psychic, and and it is what nurtures, and it reveals that hidden spirit of us. And it says, how are we going to reveal our divinity, and that some of the the the, the benefits. Of course, by aligning ourselves to, like we were saying, within through the love, like the higher, as you said, the higher nature of it, mm-hmm. aligned with love, we could say, as it purifies, it heals, unifies. But healing, that's such a fascinating part of Virgo because it is that part where maybe because if you go back to Ceres, the goddess who took away the life force because she lost her daughter. That's jumping into the mythology of it. But also, you know, nature has a dormant time of winter and an abundant time of growth. But, but when she brings, when Persephone comes back and there's growth on the, from the underworld and growth in life, that's healing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's one of the first gifts of the Holy Spirit is this the nurturing, the unifying, the healing? I'm actually drawing, I mean, there's, there, there's different materials. We're reading about the, the gifts, the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. But um, what you and I had touched upon in our preparation was that um, the TSG Foundation. Ah. Very much. And I want to give credit to the author, Torkom Saridarian. And uh, Gita, who, who, who is carrying the torch now, but have written extensively about the astrological archetypes, but particularly with Virgo being the Holy Spirit. It is, these are good references because all of this is things that for those that are interested. And I just noticed the book, The Return of the Mother by Andrew Harvey. That's it. Mm. And one part that jumps out in my notes yeah. is reconstructing vanished part of self into conscious light. Beca- and it uh, unites. Yeah. So again, that goes back to sacred feminine part of Yud, part of definitely Virgo that mm-hmm. for whatever reason, astrology seems to emphasize more as a f- receptive well, there's always this going back and forth. Yes. But maybe that is going, linking as to why, like our arming oneself with love, which is interesting, arming again with the yud, which is the arm or the hand, mm-hmm. whether it's drawn or whether it's reaching down. And as you said, going back up as far as all these spiritual concepts in the tree of life that come down to our physicality and then go back up so that there is this circuit, this path. Yes. And the way on the way to the path. And this, again, I'm a, this was such a beautiful uh, metaphor written by, uh, by Turcom in, in his book where he touches upon the whole Virgo principle is developing the pearl within. Ooh. The pearl is the result of appropriation of matter into spirit within the human being. So it's taking the matter 
And, you know, some spiritualists, some, some traditions think that you cannot integrate spirit into matter. But what he was writing is that this is the process of, this is the alchemical process of raising spirit, raising matter into spirit, developing the pearl within, whether it's on the personality level and then for the path of the disciple, the higher self and the Holy Spirit, which is the Holy Spirit. That's just such a beautiful image. Mm. And, and I must say there's, there's a, a stone, right? Pearl is one of the, uh, I believe it's the stone of that time of year, this time of year. Well, it could be. I thought Pearl at one time was Gemini in June, but, okay, you know, they keep getting shifted around. And then you yeah. think about it, yeah. it reminds you of the moon, right? So how can yeah. it be? It, yeah. Absolutely. And then but I think of oyster. Something about the oyster. The yes. oyster, right? Well, I just pulled, you know, I do pull oracle cards, and I, not very often, because other things happen, but I was, anyway, I was at a, Yesterday I was elsewhere and they had some decks and I there's the animal spirit deck which mm. is fascinating and I, I pulled that. and so I pulled three and I thought well let's find one more and there was oyster oh. so I'm so glad to have you bring this up because I the, love that card yeah the earlier ones were a little bit uh, strenuous <laughs> for the spirit yeah. so I was yeah. glad to kind of get something okay here there is a a light right the the reflection yeah. and that's another thing the pearl it reflects light and that's what mother you know it, mother spirit reflects whether it's the moon or whether it's this energy and whether it's understanding and the wisdom all through the totality of that we're trying to achieve right we're trying to achieve in virgo our furthest development. And and it really is re recalling that oyster card, but really get just for, for a moment to back harp on that, oh, yes. that pearl. It's the tiny, from a tiny, tiny speck of sand, a little what analogous for us, right? A metaphor for a tiny particle. Such a beautiful thing is produced it's an art it's a work of art that the oh. oyster produces from that 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 irritating oh sand. yes dana that you are brilliant you are brilliant and that brings the yod i'm speaking with dana lee bernbach we have a few minutes here but i just want to connect with our audience here and today is september 7th and it'll be repeated on the 12th and we're talking about Virgo and the Kabbalah letter Yud, the mother divine within. And next week on the 12th, not the 12th, let's see, today's the 7th, the 14th, will be Tara All. And she too has spoken before with us. And she's from Los Angeles. And we'll be talking predominantly about the full moon. It'll be in Pisces. Oh. Um, but we'll just continue. So Dana and I have just been, that's, gorgeous oh one other thought i want to let people know about you can subscribe to podcast one kknw the facilitator the radio program that we have our show on is now partnering with podcast one and has all the archives so if you go into talk cosmos you can find out about dana lee bernbach and connect with her or any of our guests and there's a link or just go to podcast1.com or 11. There's all kinds of paths, many paths. And that's what we're talking about here, too. 
I'm thinking of to find out our about our archetype, our our, our archetype, our pearl, yes. our pearl of the day really is in this period of um, so much Virgo energy still after the new moon of the um, end of August and how it is that just talking since we're speaking about the Kabbalah and the Hebrew letter, that it's the Hebrew, we've entered into the Hebrew month of Elul, which is in preparation for the beginning of the new year, the Jewish new year, and atonement, the day of atonement, at, which is really at one mint. It's all about the forgiveness. So it really, really speaks to this Virgoan process of purification, humbling oneself for the, for the greater self, the greater, larger one, in order, through forgiveness, in order to to unify yes and, and i'm together. noting here back to the um the return of the sacred mother book that is the sacred marriage of the beyond of of unconditional love that mm. the sacred feminine does bring into this of receiving you know it is a receiving um, element in in all of this but really and and for the um, we have just a couple minutes here of of getting prepared, ourselves developed to the point that we have a full personage to connect in partnerships, which is when we meet with other relationships and people in yes. the seventh house. So that is why, really, in Kabbalah or in Judaism, this um, this is the beginning of the calendar. It's because well, what, for what purpose? We're not here alone. We can't couldn't even propagate or continue if we were alone. So of course we're going to have some other people. So this is so important. Yes. Yeah. We're and all, we're all part oh, of we're all part of the same. And going back to our mm-hmm. the chart itself, you know, in Virgo right now, it is having in this first weeks or so of the month. Uh. uh having tension with the galactic center. So all of these thoughts, you know, which, which is 27 degrees, Sagittarius, Jupiter is in Sag, and it's squaring it, you know, in tension. In other words, it's wanting a kind of uh, for us to get this figured out. So there's a lot of purpose to continue this process of, of connecting with the heart and mind. Yes. The heart, um, the heart being being yes, that ancient term that really really refers to the higher mind. Yay! Right. Thank you, <laughs> Dana. That's I'm being signaled to, that we have to say thank you to all our fantastic people and you, fantastic Dana. That's perfect. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Sue. Thanks, Benny. Thank you, everybody. Okay. See you Great in Scorpio. Thank you for listening to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and guests unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 6 p.m. to continue finding your roots in the stars.